Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Kaylee Yeoman is a good friend of the Limerick Today show. You'll remember from lots of things, including Operation Transformation. But has she had a horrendous experience uh, recently? And she's on the line. Um, how are you, Kaylee? Morning, Joe. Right. Strange so this, this, yeah, this was this was awful. This is uh, boy racers, um, and uh, really, you know, they put uh, life and limb um, life at risk for you, didn't they? Tell us what happened. Yep. Um, so uh, I think it was two Tuesdays ago now or three um, I don't know time was going very slowly since the accident but um, I left my house on Tuesday the 18th to get um, some medicine at midnight for my son obviously you know I live in a village so I had to head into the city centre to get it um, just in a petrol station so I barely left the village where I'm living and I could see two cars coming towards me. One was um, in the lane beside me and one was actually in my lane coming head on towards me. So the speed that they were doing and the road that we were on, there was no space for anyone to move. So the car that was on my side of the road did try to move behind the other car and slow down, but it was too late. So it was a split-second decision of, okay, we're either going to have to have a head-on collision here or I'm going to have to try and move my car to the left side of the road. Now, I saw a grass and I presumed that it was a grass mound, but little did I know it was actually a trench. So the left side of my car ripped in the trench and kind of flipped the car to the my, the driver's side and then it nosedived into a trench. Um, now, I was driving a black Jeep. It was midnight. It was dark. Uh, all my airbags deployed um, to make it worse. The two boy racers, as everyone I suppose we call them, um, took off, left me there. They didn't anonymously ring the guards. They didn't anonymously ring um, uh, an ambulance service. They just So they, they knew that you had crashed. They knew Definitely, that they yeah. had caused the crash with their appalling behaviour and they just yeah. left you there. Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, uh, the guards who examined the scene came to me last week and said, Kelly, had you gone further into that ditch, you would have been there for the night because what actually happened was maybe... Four to five minutes later, it felt like a lifetime, I don't know, but um, uh, a local man from uh, Maru Village, Timmy Maher, lovely, lovely lad, stopped the car, stopped his car because he came around a bend and saw the back wheels of my car spinning in the jeep. And just ask you, Katie, what road was this exactly that you were on? So it was, I was just leaving Maru Village, so people who come in there to Maru would know the two bends of the S bend, so it would be our first S bend coming out of Maru. Um, I didn't even make it. I just made it to the very start of that bend because I was in. I kind of. I was in the trench, and then I turned into the bend itself. Um, just missed a, um, a, a a wooden pole and just missed a concrete wall. Um, so even though the crash was horrific as it was, like I said, all the airbags deployed. Um, the the car completely ripped from underneath. The radiator burst. Um, there was a petrol leak um, everything literally so everything that could have bad happened happened and there was smoke coming from the car Um, I couldn't get out Timmy um, I heard the the guy who actually came and stopped his car at the scene um, pulled me from the car and placed me in his car now I was running on adrenaline so I didn't even realise that I called my partner and he physically ran from my house to the scene of the crash and he was there within minutes because he was obviously running on adrenaline as well because I'm actually pregnant at the moment as well. 
So that was um, a major concern for us. Yeah. We're, we're talking um, to Kelly Yeoman about this terrible experience. And how battered were you? It was really bad. Um, I have, I actually have an Instagram page just about the crash itself. Um, uh, but it, there's pictures are there as well. But it, it was really, really bad. Um, I had severe abdominal bruising, layers and layers deep into my stomach. Um, so bad that when they did try to ultrasound me in the maternity, I was brought to the regional hospital first. Um, Timmy Maher called an ambulance and he called the Gardaí to the scene for me. And I was taken straight away to the regional uh, where I spent about four and a half hours. And they provided me a pain medication because once the adrenaline wore off, I had, I had hit my head off the windscreen. Um, the seatbelt had caught my esophagus. So the next day when I woke up, I couldn't even talk properly. Um, and then I knew I had really bad pain to my stomach and I presumed it was related to the pregnancy, but it was actually the way the, way the seatbelt had stopped me because of the angle that I fell at. Um, that the car did nosedive, so that's but, but it sounds like that without your seatbelts, it could have been oh, even that's worse. Exactly, that's exactly what the guards said as well. Had you not been wearing your seatbelt, he said, I know you had substantial injuries from wear, even wearing the seatbelt, but had you not been, he said, you would have gone straight through that windscreen without a doubt. Like we see things, things like this, and I'm sorry, this is the ambulance crew, he said, we see, see things like this every day of the week. He said, had you not been wearing a seatbelt, straight through that window you you would have been gone and like the guards had said had I gone deeper into the even though it was a horrific accident I was lucky for for one uh, where, where my car did actually land and for two for when Timmy Maher that lovely lad in my village came around the corner and he stopped uh, further accidents um, by, he flagged another car down to stop two cars in front of mine because anyone coming around that bend was coming straight into the back of my car again because there was no way you would have been able to see it uh, before coming around either side of the bend, left or right. Yeah. So anybody, it, you, they were going to come straight into me, that no matter what. And Kay, um, um, what about your baby? So things are a bit kind of up in the air at the moment. Uh, it's all very... Um, I wouldn't even say... I don't even know if to say 50-50. Um, I'm being monitored very uh, carefully by the early pregnancy unit in the University Hospital Maternity. Um, but I'm in there again actually this afternoon and it's an awful feeling like I didn't sleep at all last night because you just fear, you're just waiting to hear the absolute worst because of how severe the abdominal bruising that I had was. Um, like it turned my whole stomach from just under my ribs to just the, the top of my hip bones, my whole stomach, you couldn't even see any of my natural skin colour. It was just all extreme bruising um, and blood vessels that burst under the skin. They, they couldn't even see anything in the in the ultrasound the following day because I was so severely swollen inside and outside. Yeah. Um, but the scary thing is, it's just that somebody would, or multiple people, I'm not sure, would drive, do such a thing and well, just mean, drive away. But what's the story with these gougers? That's it. That's, that's the thing is, how do you, like, and the thing is, we're on a country road. Um, the guards have been amazing. They really have. I, I can't credit them enough. The guards that I'm that are in particular from Broth that are dealing with the situation, they searched day and they went in daytime and they went during the night to try and see could they find cameras anywhere on the roads. But where the accident happened, there's seven, there's several places that you can you can turn off before you hit any sort of um, cameras or before you hit any sort of. Um, kind of communal areas where where you would be noticed. 
there's plenty, like you come to the five cross, five cross roads, you have five options there. And before that, there's two or three turns again, so they could have split up. But the fact is that they didn't even anonymously ring. They literally couldn't. I could have I I been dead if I had I not been wearing a seatbelt and they would have had let, have let me there, let me there bleeding. Yeah. And that was the thing was that I was bleeding as well and I didn't even realise um, because obviously I was running on adrenaline. I, I thought I was fine. I couldn't feel any pain. Yeah. But as soon as the pain did wear off, I, I, was, of I, I became very okay. weak. And, I mean, the thing is, you know, Somebody knows something. I mean, there there's definitely some definitely. potential witness out there. You know, those guys did not keep that entirely to themselves. No, there's they no were, question. No that Especially when aware. it was so publicised as well. Like it was in the Limerick Leader last week. Um, because uh, I was just t- what happened is I actually sent an anonymous uh, uh, anonymous uh, messenger a Facebook message to Char Maru um, the main Maru Facebook page just looking for it to find because um, I didn't actually know him he probably told me his name on the night but everything was going mad in my head so I didn't actually remember his name so I was just looking for him to try and thank him and find a way to thank him so we actually met um, and we had some pictures taken for the Limerick leader and um it was, it was lovely to meet him and thank him and just be able to talk and kind of learn more actually about what happened from his perspective because I, I completely blanked out from the point of the car crashing to him putting me into his car that that I don't remember what happened in between. I didn't even remember him taking me from the car. He actually had, it was, I was reading things that um, obviously he had spoken to the paper about and that's how I learned blank from what happened in the accident. What would you say to anyone listening this morning who might have some information about this? Well, there's lots of people around and I don't think if you're going to do something so severe that you're going to keep it to yourself. I just think that people need to do the right thing because at the end of the day, I'm not just a pregnant um, woman. I'm I'm a mother of two um, uh, special needs children. Um, So if something happened that night, my son is autistic and my daughter has PKU, she's allergic to protein. What would have happened to them had something happened, had the worst, God forbid, happened to me that night? Um, would they still be keeping it to themselves and hiding? Um, it's just, I just want some to, and it's a horror for me as well, this, um, even driving or seeing cars that resemble the cars that I think that I saw. Um, I yeah. guess I guess severe um, anxiety. Can Can you just give people a sense? You know, some people unfortunately would have been through some kind of experience along the lines that you had. What is it like when you suddenly see two cars across a road in that way, and you are coming at them, they're coming at you? And, and your brain. First, first of all, I, I, it's mad how fast thoughts can go through your head in such a short, short space of time. Because first, I was thinking this isn't real. And then I was thinking, okay, this is real. This is happening. And then you're thinking, okay, he's not going to make it to the other side of the road. What What are my options here? Okay, we have head-on collision or we have tried to move to the left of the road. And then when I did move to the left of the road, I didn't realise that I was in a trench and you're trying to control your car as it's falling to the side and you're trying to straighten it up and then you end up in a swerve and a nosedive um, and all this is happening so fast and you have airbags going off all around you. And then the adrenaline obviously just shoots through your body and that's when you just come kind of completely just blank out. Um, I think um, Timmy said that I started shining a light on my phone. I don't even remember doing that. 
Um, I, I was shining, like, because I knew, because all the lights went off in the car, and I could see myself how dark it was. Within um, 34 seconds, I could see how dark it was, and I knew that somebody was going to come into my car from either the side or the back um, on either side of the road. So I was shining a torch on my phone. So I think that and the wheels spinning from the back of the car are the reason that Timmy actually did stop. Um, and fair place and he got me out of the trench and put me into his own car and I told him I was pregnant so he called an ambulance straight away nice. um, I thought at the time I didn't need one but it, like I said as soon as the adrenaline wore off okay. um, right. and then obviously on top of that I'm I'm, uh, I'm a mother left with no car who's living in the countryside and, and there's yeah. no public um, transport to Maru so. well, that's, that's right um, uh, and uh, well Katie first of all I think people will be praying for you in terms of um, your child as well and, and obviously everything hope, fingers yeah. crossed going well with the pregnancy but you mentioned alright the Jeep was a write off so what are, you do, what are you doing for a car? So um, uh, off the back of the Limerick's leaders appeal um, so many people have been so generous I, I don't I don't want to mention two A names but I know that, um, that uh, Mickey Gamble and Kilmallock is actually he, he has so nicely volunteered to provide me with a car and a mode of transport for myself and the kids. Um, a car that he bought to sell in his garage, but he contacted me last weekend off the back of all the stories that he saw on the Limerick Leader. And um, he very, very kindly and so generously is offering to provide me with a with a car from the garage. So um, it's just, it's, it's amazing these things at the end of the day cars are replaceable people aren't and these experiences are so humbling and I suppose as well as that it just reminds you of the I was only thinking of this yesterday how how generous the people of Limerick and how caring they can be as well I've received letters um, in the post I've received prayer cards in the post I've received people on the street are pulling me over asking when I pass them asking am I okay I've got loads of messages online from friends, strangers, people I haven't spoken to in years. Um, it's mm. just crazy how an experience like this can just show you right. the goodness in people, even when you're coming off the back of Absolutely. the experience Absolutely. of someone, how evil people can be as well. Okay. All right, Kaylee. Well, listen, thank you very much for talking to us this morning, Kaylee Yeoman. Uh, we wish you well with your recovery and fingers crossed that somebody listening this morning has some information they might be able to pass on to the Gardaí because if uh, these people were prepared to act as recklessly as they did on the night and almost kill you, let's be honest, then unfortunately they're very unlikely to stop doing it, which means uh, they could put other people at serious risk um, as well. Uh, Kayleigh, we do appreciate your time. Uh, the very best of luck and please do take care.